Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Lords of Consciousness Podcast. That was a that was a good intro. Yeah, I, I work on my radio voice a lot. Do you? Yeah, man. You too in the shower. Well, <laughs> I oftentimes uh, when I'm driving around just practice different accents. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of accents, geez, talk about a great intro. We are joined today by one of the the, the 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 guy with one of the coolest accents of all time, Mike Kirkwood, Michael, Mikey, Kirky. He goes by many different names. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Northern Ireland's own Michael Kirkwood. <laughs> Welcome, dude. Bonjour, bonjour. What about you, mate? That was a bit of a game show uh, entrance there, that Lords of Consciousness. Uh, I know, thing. right? <laughs> well, we got some time to think about it since this is our second take. Second take, third, Second take, take, third take, fourth takes. Yeah, oh, I man. Gonna, I wasn't going to tell everyone that, but yeah, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> we are recording now, right, Clint? Let me yeah, double, double check, check, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are one minute into this. Uh, all right, we're good. Yes. We're one minute in, bitches. <laughs> well, let's let's welcome Michael here, man. Michael, what's up? Mikael, what's up, dude? Uh, privileged to be on. This is the first time I was just sitting there. This is the first time that I've actually... Spoken to Chase. I've had a, a Skype with uh, Clint already, which was nice. But yeah, really nice to touch bases with you guys, and really lovely to share whatever we're going to talk about with the Lords and with everyone else who isn't a Lord. And I guess that's one of the most amazing things about technology nowadays in the world we live in is we can make this stuff and post it on the internet or keep it for our kids or our grandkids or whatever, and it's sort of there forever, you know. Oh yeah, I agree, man. We have we've. Here in Arizona are, you know, me and Chase and Colin and my dad. And uh, we've we've been having these backyard, we call them our backyard sessions, where yeah. we've been chilling in the backyard and have the, the most amazing conversations. And we're like, man, we need to record these or something just to mm-hmm. just to have them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, honestly, that's part that's the really the big motivation to to do this podcast, you know, not to become famous or something or it's just we we have a lot of fun and let's just record them have a good time and with technology like you said let's fucking bring in uh, wouldn't it be great if mike kirkwood lived down the street here oh, in arizona yeah. but he doesn't so fuck <laughs> we're we're stuck it's it's like uh i get the sunburned <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the irish don't do too well here in arizona <laughs> i was thinking about this it's like school like lord's consciousness is school for us and then like you know how you have those like cool kids at school that you just want to hang out with all the time but they live way the fuck across the town or i something. know right it's a, this is like that but now we can like bring them to us this is like i don't have a clue what you're talking about man everyone in my school just live around the corner Ireland's so <laughs> not here in arizona man wide open spaces <laughs> yeah that's true huh that's different huh oh yeah Europe yeah. is such a different place to 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 the like to the U.S. and in Europe are, are very similar and yet man so different huh your 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 country could be cut in four mate it's just absolutely like <laughs> someone like me who comes from Ireland or Britain it's just unfathomably large mate different time zones and shit what's that all about why up unreal mate unreal like <laughs> uh, it's more like I mean. In some ways, America is more like Russia, you know, in terms of that space that Russia has. I mean, Russia has what? Seven time zones? Eight time zones? I mean, holy cow. I think it has seven. Fuck that. Crazy, man. Five five or seven, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah. But when you're in Europe, it's so crazy when you're driving around there and you're in a, a country the size of West Virginia and mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you drive to Ohio and they speak totally different language. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's really, it's really crazy. And it's crazy that over all the centuries that they've, they've held those languages still. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised there hasn't been more mixing and that there hasn't been other languages that have been lost. Right. Crazy. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's been obviously many lost languages over the years, like over the oh, centuries. Yeah desert languages and such but uh yeah that's crazy isn't it like imagine getting dropped off in inner city beijing or like you know just somewhere really really heaving downtown delhi or something like that oh yeah it's the same earth we walk on but what a different experience what a different upbringing like oh yeah oh jeez yeah like it's uh it's drastically different i guess where i come from and where you come from very very similar in a lot of ways of course like but uh yeah you guys like i think i think like i've I've spent a bit of time in montana we'll have cousins and stuff and the sun just generally breeds a brighter mentality man oh yeah yeah like i mean it's undeniable it's like the the gray miserable weather is just oppressive to the mind man it's oh it's bleak like it really is bleak there's a totally different culture and mentality that's that's derived from it i think like you know my brother was in San Diego for a few months, like, and he was just blown away by the, the energy in the air. You know, the vibrations is a different, different. Album. <laughs> Chase and I experienced that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. A, it's like a the collective is in a different headspace altogether. Mm. I remember when I lived in France. I lived in Paris for two years, and uh, it was crazy in the winter time because you'd literally go, and you know, Mike. You go literally like 30 plus days, no sun. You don't even see the sun. And then the first day the sun comes out, it's like, bonjour, comment allez-vous? You know, it's like everyone wants to say hi. Everyone's like smiling. The old ladies are, you know, they're, are saying bonjour to you and the whole thing. And you're like, what the hell happened? And it's just a little bit of sun. It's crazy. It's You can see a substantial difference on that first day of sun. Big suicide rates and... Um Lots of parts of Scandinavia and Britain where there's really minimal sunlight hours, like as well, strong links, like. You grew, so you grew up in you grew up in Northern Ireland, in yeah. in in Belfast or what? I went to school in Belfast and I spent most of my time in Belfast, but I actually lived in a village called Ballygon and then moved to another one called Ballinahinch. How far? How far? How far? you say that, please? Uh, Ballinahinch. Ballinahinch. Yeah, that's not bad. Nice one. Barrel Hinch. Barrel Hinch. Uh, they're about um, 25 minutes away. So my dad was an art teacher at the school. So mm. I would have, uh, at the grammar school I went to, so I would have got a lift with him and back, which was nice. My brothers were there. I went there as well. And you, you told me you grew up in, it's like country, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived um, uh, beside a farm and it was just completely rural out my back. I was very, very lucky, actually. Had a big tennis court and all these big gardens and yeah, really really lucky. Look, that's awesome, man. That yeah. is awesome. So in the winter time, though, yeah, you're, it's a pretty high latitude. So in the winter time, what time does it get dark? Um, probably about four o'clock. Wow, wow. Yeah, after three four o'clock starts to get a bit dark. Like yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's grim, mate. Like. 
Although like, the summers are, are badass, though, right? It's like 11 o'clock at night, the sun's finally going down. Yeah, that is kind of true, actually, yeah. But um, we don't have the heat that you get, but yeah. Why, what time does the sun go down where you guys are? Probably, what, 9 in the summer? Uh, yeah. A little after 9. A little after 9. I mean, there's. I mean, we're a southern latitude, though. So yeah, gosh, yeah, yeah. We get much longer than that, but um, and like five thirty in the when the in the winter, like December twenty first or whatever it is, that the darkest day. That uh, is the twenty first. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's like five, a little like five fifteen, five thirty, mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. Fascinating, you know. Yeah. I I always trip out on the fact that the earth is spinning and then it's teetering on an axis, right? No. And then every, the same day, every year, it somehow tilts back. Like, I'm a, you can see me right now. It's like, it's going up, you know, it's, it's, it's tilting towards the north, 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 north. And then December 21st is, and all of a sudden it's coming back. Here we go. It's like, what the hell? Like, it's unbelievable how all that happens. Like, what is, what is that? That's, that's crazy, but, much crazier than that is how the Egyptians had that shit mapped out. Yeah. Like long, advanced man with no telescopes, Smith. I did. You know, oh, and like they had the stars mapped like I think two thousand years, either before, or or you know previously, and like there's no way they could have predicted the wobble that they predicted as well when they had it mapped out on this shit. Just phenomenal, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's Egyptians are just an incredible race of people. It blew my mind, man. What do what are your what do you what do you think of, you know this is this is all down the, the going down the Graham Hancock rabbit hole, what do mm. you think about these ancient civilizations? You know how advanced do you think they were, and how like where where did it come from, and what happened? You know, uh, well, I know depends. that's a big question. It, it really, really is, man. Depends how far you want to go back. Um, I personally believe in Atlantis and Lemuria. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I just believe that we were uh, using our full bodies. We were inter- interdimensional with our mind. We were one collective consciousness. We had amazing cities, and you know that was before. I think something hacked, got hacked, or something got you know completely changed in our consciousness or in our psyche, and we completely became something else thereafter. Like I don't really know the ends and outs of it but that's just what I feel intuitively that we're just completely so far removed from what we once were and yeah. from what I know I am and I know our ego constructs are essential but they've ruined they've ruined this space we live on this planet like you know yeah and as much as, as, much as everyone is against what's going on it's not really being changed yet you know on the scale it needs to be no, and no one's being brought to account for any of the wrongdoing really like and I think there's a much deeper conspiracy that you know I hate that word and it gets bandied about terribly especially in the states but um <laughs> get your tinfoil hat on right <laughs> oh man it's just like if you look up what a conspiracy is I mean, it's just two people or more plotting to do something immoral against others like that's all it is right, right. I could give you 42 false flag events that are proven throughout history most people haven't heard of any of them. Right. Do you know what I mean? That would sort of change their opinion on certain things that they deem to be false or whatever, or true, whichever the case may be, that just aren't. I think um, I think that we, you know, where did it all go wrong, right? Let's go back to that real quick. 
and then we can come back to the conspiracy. But uh, I think where it all went wrong, and McKenna, McKenna is a big believer in, in this uh, one of these ideas, um, is that we don't take into account like natural disasters. You know, yeah. we know that something something hit the earth about ten to twelve thousand years ago mm-hmm. and fucked shit up like bad, and mm-hmm. there weren't too many people that survived it, and in a way, it was almost like a reset button. And uh, McKenna believes about 50,000 years ago, I mean, it's the whole idea of the stone date theory. You know, the apes descended from the trees as the, as the, 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 as yeah. the forest, you know, dried up in northern Africa. And mm-hmm. then there was grasslands. And then they were advancing for thousands and thousands of years, uh, you know, slowly having psilocybin in their diet. And, mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah. Right. They were, you know, they were. They were, uh, uh, you know, eating the mushrooms off of the herd animals' dung. And anyway, so thousands of years go by, and we're starting to live in more advanced civilizations. We're living in, uh, like, gender-equal cultures. Mm -hmm. And he believes, though, that as it kept drying up, though, then there was fewer and fewer mushrooms. And psychedelics started to become less and less a part of cultures and that's where male dominator we went we were started reverting back to our monkey mind you know genes mm-hmm. and um and that's where you get male domination you get you know the oppression of women you get uh you also start to get agriculture and agriculture is another and it was actually believe it or not in many ways was when we started having like privatized land Mm-hmm. Um, you know, nations started forming. That's when you start fucking each other over with armies and wars, and you know what I mean. It's it's a pride uh, in and, the name of your piece of dirt that you're willing to die for. Right, right. My bit of dirt's better than your bit of dirt. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. And where does it come from, right? It's it, to me. We have to. We can never underestimate the fact that um, we live in a. We live. You know, our our planet is situated in a very volatile place you know this outer space is 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 volatile there's shit that's flying that hits us sometimes it there's solar activity that changes and then all of a sudden you know land dries up or or it doesn't you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um i think you're right though man i think that i think that some of those ancient civilizations though above and beyond technology you know how did the egyptians get to get those rocks on top of the pyramids you know but above mm-hmm. and beyond that, I think you're right, man. That we were in, we were into something in our minds that we don't, we are not into right now, or very few are. And I think we're getting back there, man. I think that's where the, the technology of our minds is where we're going in the future. Is we're going to yeah. realize that our minds are supercomputers, man. We don't even understand their full potential. Maybe we can well, actually. That's it, man. that's it. Like I think a lot of people falsely think now that to have vast amounts of knowledge or intelligence, certainly knowledge, you have to be a fucking academic. You have to have read and read and read, peer-reviewed shit, uh, preferably. Mm-hmm. But actually, you know, when you meditate properly, you realize that you have all the answers within you already. Yeah, amen. Yeah. In terms of your body came from, you know, the billions of years old from the stars, from stardust-like. So I think ultimately when you realize that you have those things within you, it helps to clear the path in a lot of different ways. You know. Oh yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. I, I strongly believe in that. Like, come on, we we come from stardust. 
Mm-hmm. We, a star is in us. That star had the power to fuel a solar system for billions of years. So the potential within us is unlimited. We just have to harness it. Yeah, there's got to be some DNA coding that we can tap into. You know what I mean? There's some. There's there there is. And that, this is. Let me ask you guys a question. Are you guys are you guys at all a little tentative to read too much of other people? Or or read too many books, or read watch too many documentaries, or listen to too many podcasts. Or I, I know I am, but so I'm curious uh, no, if you are at all. No, I go crazy, but I don't go. I I don't listen to too much of one person, but yeah. I listen to a bit of everyone from everywhere. Like there you go, there you uh, go. Dolores Cannon is pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Braden's got some great stuff. Bruce Lipton has some awesome works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like a, a little bit of everyone, but I get guy. I try to get guided by my heart and not my head. I yeah. find um, when I use my heart center to, to guide me to, to, to information or to knowledge, sometimes I'll digest it and be like, hmm. And then fucking 24 hours later, it comes into my periphery again and it's like, hits me like a tsunami. I understand and embrace everything completely. And I thought I had done the previous occasion. No, not at all. It had washed over me and it had planted a seed that I thought had grown. The next day it just grows and I get it and I'm like, whoa. And then I click on another link and I'm led to someone else and I'm led to a book and I get validation. I know I get this, validation. man. I get validation in an email from someone else who are like, someone likes something that pops up and it's again and again and again. It's just the universe working through the, the fucking the, the, the mastery and the majesty of the internet. You know, you get all these connections and synchronicities and... I, I hear like sometimes whenever I'm 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 in the zone if you like I'll be I'll be queuing up somewhere and I'll just hear a song, and I'll just know that song is directly to me at that time like, and uh, yeah the, you've the told me stories are, about this. Fine, man, you know the words are profound like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was something else, but yeah, crazy man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That, it happens. It's like magic, man. You know. I know it's it's crazy how it all unfolds, especially when you just. When you stand as a witness to your life and then you start seeing it all coming in, you know, you see all the inputs, you're like, all the synchronicities start stacking up and you're like, okay, here we go. What you give out, you you get back, man. And if you're positive, you get positive positivity right back, mate. If you're a negative bastard and you're dragging people down, well, do you know what? You're going to get that shit right back at you really quickly. Some people call it karma. Some people just call it the flow of the universe, man. But it's real, man, like what you resonate with. You get drawn to and people get drawn to you like that, like, you know. That's why also when people, like, are looking for love, constantly looking for love, like, they probably won't find it, like, you know. You have to just express yourself and express your passions and your own uniqueness and individuality, and that's when it will happen for you, I believe, you know. Amen. Dude, Michael, you're a fucking legend. <laughs> you're a legend, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Not really. You need to speak more, uh, Chase. <laughs> no, dude. I'm loving what you're dishing right now, man. Keep I going. Know, dude. That was a great flow you just had going there, man. Oh, yeah. Awesome outlook, dude. I love it. Uh, dude, I couldn't agree more with what you just said, though. I And I'm a, I'm a, I'm witnessing this in my own life, what you just said, that it's, it's, like, when you, it's like when you go and search for it almost too much. It's, 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 it's like clinging to something. Mm-hmm. It's like, like, I want the love of my life to come, you know, I want to find her. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've been there, trust me, geez, we have, we, we, we don't have a long enough podcast to talk about all this, but, um, uh, we, it's like, you're clinging to your, the, she's your savior. You know what I mean? It's like that, that's, that is, um, it's so codependent in a sense that, that desire 
But then when, like you said, when you do it, when you, when you, when you just put off your, that energy of, of, um, you just put out the positivity, the positivity comes back, put mm-hmm. out, put out, like, I want a great woman to come into my life and, and it will come to you in that sense. Right. Like it's, if, if you go looking for something, of course you're going to find it, but is it authentic? Yeah. That's that's oh yeah. That. You'll find a woman, right? Yeah. But <laughs> it's going to be fucking batshit crazy woman, but <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> But that's why expressing your passions is so important. Like yeah. your deepest, innermost passions, because that will be such a draw and that's such a, a connecting thing as well. If a woman or a man really connects with that and appreciates and values that, you know, that's such an inherent, that's such a deep link that you guys would share already, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, think about the, I even think about the friends that you attract in your life now. Like, look at right here. Look right here. In fact, where did all three of us meet each other? <laughs> we all met each other. At that gay bar. A, oh, <laughs> the Blue Oyster uh, <laughs> over on 7th Street <laughs> in <laughs> Belfast. <laughs> we met each other on Expanded Consciousness uh, um, going back and forth with – I mean, I don't even know if the guy's a real guy, but – uh, the famous, the famous John Bush. I don't know, man. I don't think he's. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. Whatever. Just the internet yeah. troll that we were all three of us just going back on forth on. You know, a, sophist- a sophisticated like- troll, believe it or not. But it was it, it was great. That's how we all bonded with each other. Oh, yeah. It was like, who's this guy? He's saying some great yeah. shit. That, that was one of the funniest nights of my life, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, that was just hilarious. <laughs> that dialogue we had going. Oh jeez, uh, I can't remember. We should recall all that. That's really funny, man. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, John Bush and the NSA. God rest his soul. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's great that um, it's 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 when you go out there and you start putting out that kind of energy look what you attract you know yeah and that's hey we attracted each other into our lives that's pretty awesome or yeah, look at the cool. look at a group like lords of consciousness attracting all these amazing people it's shocking how many how few i don't we do in in the history of this group that we've had we've really never had any like real bad eggs you know <laughs> that's been yeah. pretty cool man pretty cool that's good mm-hmm. we're attracting some good peeps man Oh yeah, I agree. It's just, it's a great community. We were talking before how we we took it, we did a first take when we were recording, but we we dove into this. We were talking about this great community we have on the LLC and how it's 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 non-judgmental. It's non you know, it's be who you are. Let your freak flag fly. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not gonna judge you. We're we're gonna let you do what you want and say what you want to say, and we're gonna be intrigued, and we're gonna say what we want to say, and mm-hmm. hopefully you get intrigued. And it's just a good community of sharing and growing humanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool, man. That's what we all wanted. I mean, you want to go back to like who are we at our at, like what is being a human? And from a very young age, I can remember like some of my earliest memories. It was like. I just wanted to get along with people. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to feel safe. I wanted to feel love. Right. And then right. I remember, but then there was a kid who didn't, you know, who was acting out and who was trying to, you know, kind of dominate in a sense mm-hmm. or, or and by putting others down or, and then you had to protect yourself because you're like, oh, my little five-year-old tender little heart got fucking stomped on by this, this asshole kid. And so then you put up some walls, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it all starts. 
or and where did that where what happened with that kid you know i'm sure it happened at home you know mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully you can get a good start by having good parents but it doesn't mm-hmm. even end there it's the other kids that you're interacting with and the parents that they have and unfortunately we've all been born into you know the 70s and 80s where it's still mm-hmm. been a real unhealthy time in human history on 90s younger listeners yes yeah we're not there even if you're born today it's still you know we're still not there oh yeah and times are changing so fast and arguably for like largely it seems detrimentally you know for the worst anyway like in terms of um an ecosystem anyway you know it would be worrying to me like the way we've gone like i mean dubai for example like there's the more or less perpetual sun like not mm-hmm. one solar panel really yeah yeah not one but wow. it's not surprising when it's you know it's built on oil profits like yeah they had like man-made beaches like that have washed away they brought in like millions of tons worth of sand and shit yeah it's just washing there's away. a there's a grossness to dubai oh it's just the pro like yeah i mean it's just it is literally all the oil and bank money like mm-hmm. and there's just ferraris everywhere and 21,000 children dying a day from drinking dirty water like it's sickening man but that's the world man you know that's how the shit spread it's totally the total disparities just so great like mm-hmm. and it seems to be getting worse like we all like in the information age we've just realised holy fuck this 1% is real they're yeah. real guys I know oh, yeah. they, re- they really are really are cutthroat throat psychopaths make no mistake about it I'm not even being funny like it's I know it's, 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 you're right like, you're, you're right. right and to get back to the conspiracy thing if you want to call it that like yeah um, it's so multi-layered and it's so multifaceted that to tell a layman or someone who has no idea about it <clears throat> they will call you they will call you crazy and I've lost so many friends over it who are so trapped in, in, in their life and not realising what's going on. They're so caught up in, in the fucking lies, the, the, the distractions, the TV shows, the oh, fandom, yeah. the sports fanaticism, mm-hmm. you know, the grind, going to work, getting to work, keeping their girlfriend happy, walking their dog, not actually thinking about, am I going to make a difference? Or rather, what's, what's going on here? Can I make a difference? Because it's so beyond fucked. Sorry to use the language, but it's so beyond, it's so, it's so out of kilter, <laughs> it's so up the left, mate. Whenever I really think about it, when I really think about it, I get very emotional, like very emotional because it's, it's something that having a, having a child, you know that you're going you're gonna to leave them and they're going to be left into this world. And whilst you do hope for the best, and I do think it's going to be brilliant, this ma- mass awakening is, is absolutely happening. I can feel it. I'm a part of it. And there's no naivety in saying that. I, I feel it with every fibre of my body. I feel it like as, as, as much as I know anything, to be true. Right, me too. But with, that, with that shit in mind, like, holy, holy cow, how exciting is this, really? We know, like, yeah, I'm not even American, and I'm so excited for you guys. The Federal Reserve is running on borrowed time, mate. It's got to be, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be in some form dissolved, like, eventually. Yeah. You know, about a private bank that has your country by the balls, mate. You know, it's just okay. ridiculous, mate. In my country, and uh, we're part of Britain, we have the royal family. A divine right to rule over us. Why? A birthright. I'm sorry, what? They're just born, and she's not even uh, British. She's, she's German, and she changed her name. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the pedophiles in the ranks too, man. 
Yeah, I've heard about Dude, that. It's, there's no idea. Pedophilia cover-ups, man. And the Vatican's rife with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To say the it's least. Like, it's like everything, everything's backwards, like, you know? It's true. It's true. And it's, especially in this day and age, it's so, it's, they fuck you right in the open. Like, mm-hmm. we know now. We know mm-hmm. now, with the, especially with the internet. We mm-hmm. know now that they fuck you so right in the open. You know, like, like here in the here in the U.S., this whole uh, minimum wage debate, you know, mm-hmm. and the and the right wing has all these, you know, all these. Uh, uh, they have their, you know, they have all their talking points as to why we shouldn't raise the minimum wage, and they get a lot of people to buy into it. They get yeah. a lot of people to buy into it, man. Well, it's just the propaganda machine, man. It's fucking well oiled now, like it they, is. They, they paddle any narrative they want. There's an alternative motor, motive to everything they play. Every everything. fucking thing they play. Like, absolutely everything. Even the fucking adverts in between. They're not just selling products. They're trying to sculpt your mind. It's social engineering 101, man. It really is, you know? Oh, yeah. It really well, is. Everything Everything you see on the television screen. I haven't watched TV for years, thank God. But everything yeah, you see on that television neither. screen, not to mention the actual frequencies that come out and, and disrupt your own beautiful brain pattern, like, you know? Mm-hmm. And did you know they had some? They had some sort of like warning, or rather, like um, level of like allowed radiation, if you like. And this was set back in like uh, the early, early, early nineties, I believe, a long time ago. But it's since gone up like fourteen hundred percent to what they thought was like you know safe or, or unsafe levels, and they've said nothing about it because the profits there with all these you know electronics. And uh-huh. speaking of electronics, that's another thing that I've just been so, like. That is a real major tool that they use to take you away from who you are, what you're here to do, connections between your family, connections between friends. Mm -hmm. It's literally a massive tool for distraction. They drip feed their technology, planned obsolescence. You know, it's it's just outrageous, man. Like, did you? And a great thing about that, or rather, a really beautiful uh, illustration of that is. I'm not sure the ins and outs of it, but basically uh, there was this light bulb convention that occurred back in like the maybe 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. The chief dudes of the light bulbs was, were like, okay, some guy's going to, I think they had the patent for it or they were, they was going to come out. They were like, look, there's a patent for basically like a, a never-ending perpetual light bulb of sorts. It's going to put us all out of business. So they all got together. I think they bought the rights for it and just shelved it, you know. Like the same way the government took loads of Tesla's inventions and shelved them. Oh, yeah. It's like that documentary, Who, Who Killed the Electric Car. Yeah. It's exactly that. No, nothing. Going back. What about, what about Henry, Henry Ford's hemp car? Smashing yeah. it with a sledgehammer and it was just no. bouncing back. Why don't we roll those out? <laughs> why, don't roll out why don't we roll out hemp bricks? You know what I mean? Have you seen those, man? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Nick, Nikola Tesla yeah, wanted people. to give free power to the world and they, they made like, him... It seemed to be a nut. He turned crazy all of a sudden. What's up with that? Yeah, yeah. but did he really, though? I yeah. don't think he did. They said he went crazy looking after pigeons in his loft. We became celibate and all this stuff. Who knows, man? Yeah, all, I know is that, all I know is that he really was a, you know, a, like an engineering savant, man. He, he had these dreams. He could, test run his, his, he could test run his devices in his mind, and they would go wrong, and he was like, fuck, it was the valve on the left-hand side. Shit, like, like unbelievable shit, you know? Yeah, Getting guy. downloads from a higher consciousness, like many of these guys do. The guy yeah. was beyond a human being. He was amazing. Oh man, absolutely. But the but the the machine, is getting weak. In my opinion, it's getting weaker. 
It's but cracking. It's cracking. It's but can you imagine right. what it was like in Tesla's age? I mean, even in the 50s where you, if you even if, if the government didn't like you, they'd just call you a communist and you'd be locked up. And you, there'd, be no, mm-hmm. there'd be some, yeah. you know, rinky-dink trial or no trial at all. Right. All you do, it's, it's like the Japanese getting interred in, in, in the 40s in America. It's like, like uh, ask no questions. So what was it like in Tesla's time? If, if someone had a differing opinion, it's really easy to squash people back yeah. then. Like uh, really what easy. they did with uh, Charlie Chaplin. The guy was like a great humanitarian and a great opponent of uh, tyrannical government. And then all of a sudden he's a communist and yeah, get out of a, get out of the USA kind of stuff. It's like, oh, man. come I on. Just, it must have been so frustrating to have been to have been a, a man ahead of your time back in those times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being burned at the stake for saying the earth is round. Like, if, man. if we were us 200 years ago, we'd already be dead. Yeah, seriously. Even the, I mean, honestly, we all of us should feel really blessed, feel really grateful that we can even have this conversation right here now, and there aren't police knocking on our door right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, how, dude, for the for the first time in history, this kind of shit is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I, that's why I say, you know, marijuana is illegal. Well, if if you know how you, if you're really a proponent of uh, marijuana, then smoke it. You know what I mean. Then, yeah. the, the more of us that just live the way we want to live, it will. In 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 the people who have been doing it and risking their freedom for it, I look. Like, thank you, thank you for your courage. Yeah, because there's some people that won't even partake of it because it's illegal. Right. Well, if if no one, if nobody breaks the law, then nothing changes. Yeah. Well, you, you break laws that are moral as well. I can't remember who said that, but that's a good. It's totally true for me. Like if the law is immoral. Literally, like, you have every right to break it, you know what I mean? And that, yeah. is an abs- that is an absolute law that's completely immoral, like... Yeah, and the ones yeah, that do, like, courageous, man. Well, we, we need and to... You, like, you know, like, when, when you look at... You're asked to, you're asked to honour and respect these, these laws set by these men, but how the fuck can you do that whenever they're ripping down, you know, the rainforest to, to make paper? When we know that you can grow hemp in, like, a quarter of the time and grow ten times the amount of it, they won't even do that in loot of the parts, like... Mm-hmm. You know, why don't they make plastic out of it? We're making all the plastic bottles in the world. There's oil in all those. Like, you can make it with hemp without using the oil. You yeah. can make hemp plastic, man. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, 2015. It's just, it, my brain just melts when I think about how ridiculous it is. Mad. They're still locking. But if you get caught smoking cannabis enough times, they'll put you in a cage. <laughs> you know, put you in a fucking cage, man. Yep. It just and, and they make money off you when you're in there because uh, oh yeah they privatized them. I mean, How that's allowed to happen is just beyond me, mate. You know, like the war on terror and the war on drugs, mate. Perpetual money spinners, no winner. No. You know, one, like of the, a, one of the great atrocities of in human history. Yeah. It's just it's going back to what Michael was saying about how you lose some people because of your open mindedness. Well, for yeah. me, it's it's so hard to see these people that you really love and care about, you grew up with, but they're fucking robots. Yeah, they're robots. It's like when you go to a mall or something, and you're just walking around and you just look around. You're just surrounded by the 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 factory mm-hmm. of robots. They're just fueling the system. Yeah. And but it, it's getting better to where you go to the mall and you can you can go and see three or four people that you're like, oh, I could probably get along with that guy. He's probably got something to say. Mm-hmm. So it's getting better, but it's just so fucking sad. It is. And you know what I say, though? You know, the the best thing that you can do to change things is to live it yourself, meaning live the right way yourself. You know, 
And it doesn't mean you got to do it all overnight. Last podcast, we were talking about, you know, even eating meat. Like, slowly, I'm finding myself being less less attracted to meat. I don't know what that is. I mean... I don't. I don't agree with industrial farming. I think it's total horseshit. So why do I still support it, though? I do. I mean, I I I, I vote with my plan. money. It's program and, clan. We're oh, all just yeah. like you know, and like it or not, like you're you're a creature of habit as well. Like if you go into a classroom, oh, yeah. sit in the seat, no matter who's around you, nine times out of ten next week, fuck, you're gonna sit in the same seat, like you know. Yeah. And it's the same with, uh, with with eating. Like, if the same stuff's in the fridge, you're going to nibble it. If the same mm-hmm. stuff's in the shop, you're going to buy it. You know, and most of the stuff we eat and drink and think isn't really good for us and isn't really us at heart anyway. It's not who we are or what we think about. And we associate so much with our thoughts and we attach so much emotion to our thoughts and so much feeling to that emotion, if you know what I mean. And it's just a cycle of feeling shit about how you feel when actually how you feel and those thoughts aren't really anything about you and you can reprogram and deprogram and it's really fucking key for a healthy mind man yeah but most people most people don't realize that their mind body and soul are just inherently linked and they just think my thoughts are me or my body's me or my body's not me you know mm-hmm. what i mean but there's there's th- there's a three-way thing running through there it's so true man it's so true how did you Mike, tell us, tell us, um, tell us when things started, you know, becoming clear for you in your life. You know, was it was there were there certain events that happened in your life that just like shook you up, and then you started realizing, wait a minute, this isn't what I think it is. Um. Uh, well, it still could be clearer. <laughs> right, right, right. But, uh, but, yeah, but at no, least you um, know, you know that there's cobwebs. When did you realize there was cobwebs in your, you know what I mean? Um, I've just, well, my brother, my brother passed away or was killed in a car crash when I was 15. He was 17. Three of his friends that I also knew were also killed in the car crash wow. and the little boy in the other car. Wow. So it was like a big, big, they, they were all like sports stars at my school and shit. Wow. Uh, wow. So after he died at 15, I realized, like, I just had a really strong intuition even before he died, but I uh, I just questioned, like, in my own mind a lot, you know, where has he gone? What has happened? Um, I don't think that he is just his body, but maybe he is, and all this shit, like, but, um, yeah, ultimately I uh, went to started going to church for, like, several years. Well, I was, yeah, I basically was asked to go to church with a friend, who I idolised rather a lot from playing rugby with. Mm-hmm. Um, we were playing for Ireland under-19s at the time, and we were in Wales, and we got locked out of our hotel room. And, um, yeah, he just turns to me and he goes, Kirky, what do you think happens whenever you die? And I was like, fuck well, Andrew, I don't think anybody really knows, do they? You know, I mean, said the whole, I think if you're a good person, Spill, and he was like, well, Kirky, I honestly believe Jesus died for my sins, mate. I was like, right, okay, uh, fair dose. Not sure about that, like, but uh, he goes, will you come to church with me next week, mate? I was like, I go on then, man. So I did, like, and I went for, like, maybe, I don't know, fucking months, like, months, and then ended up sort of, like, just embracing the ethos of, of, of this character, Jesus Christ, and being like, whoa, 
the sky washed the feet of the lepers, like, and hung out with the prostitutes and all, like, yeah, it's actually a fucking legend, like, and I know the Bible's been contorted and twisted, and I don't know which parts are legit and which parts are crap, but uh, I know what he said is legit, and he is a legend, and I do want to become more like him because it would really help to change this place, like. Mm-hmm. So the next thing I knew, I was teaching Bible study, man, like, and um, still had all my questions. Um, I uh, met a girl one time. I met, I met a girl one time. I met a girl, <laughs> a girl one time at band camp. Started you know, every song ever. Uh, that's it, man. You know, <laughs> I, I saw her and uh, I was like, this is, I'm, not, I'm being serious. I saw her and was like, I'm going to marry that girl. Really, really bizarre. like, um, And uh, yeah, it could be the Pygmalion effect, I suppose. But no, I ended up marrying her, obviously. <laughs> had a beautiful child with her called Ruby, my little daughter. Nice, man. um, She is beautiful. Thanks very much. Um, uh, So are your kids, by the way. I just realised that... um, I just... Yeah, we're so lucky, aren't we? I just realised that uh, I didn't think that if you really thought about it that any religious book should teach you how to live, you know. If you lack... I don't know if you need a holy book to provide a moral compass. I think you lack empathy, not religion. And it just didn't make sense to me on so many levels. Like, and eventually it caused the breakdown of her marriage and I moved out. But, um, yeah, I then started just researching, like, all sorts of different things. Like, I, I stopped watching TV and I've always been really fit and active, but changed my diet a while later and stopped eating meat. And I uh, started... Uh, you don't, you don't eat meat at all? Not red meat anymore, no, yeah. or really a lot of, don't really eat pork anymore for the last couple of years, but uh, nice, I still man. eat a little bit of turkey. But um, yeah, so basically 9-11 after that, a few years of just like growing and finding out who I was and still playing rugby heavily, um, although I've stopped in the last like year and a half, two years. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 9-11 changed it all basically, because... Uh, I was in school when it happened, and I remember a teacher wheeled in a television and put it on, like, and I was like, holy fuck. Saw the first plane hit, and I was like, um, well, we watched it on the news, like, shortly after, so I saw the rerun, and saw the plane hit, and was like, oh, my God, that's, you know, pilot error, saw the second one, and was like, actually, I thought, like, what the hell, like, it must be, like, someone's remote control them in, like, whatever, thinking it was terrorists, like, and then... uh then the yeah, second plane uh, hit. Sorry? Then the second plane hit. Yeah, yeah, then the second plane hit. Like, But then, um, like, actually, later on, they said that World Trade Center 7 had fallen on BBC. We got BBC News over here, you see. And, uh, I heard which, of it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, Jewish bankers funded that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, uh... BBC News said that uh, World Trade Center 7 has fallen due to the heat of the fires, must have damaged the structural integrity, even though no steel frame building has ever fallen from office fires in the history, ever. Yeah, even right. the one in Shanghai that burnt for like three days. Because wow. it can't physically happen, it's impossible. Not to mention no effing plane hit it. But anyway, and then you saw the squibs going up the building, the boom, 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 the molten metal that was, you know, ignored from the 9-11 commission, which was doomed to fail and set up fucking hundreds of days after anything. I know. And the rest, you got all the rest of it. Like, but so 9-11 was a catalyst for holy shit. False flags are real. The government create, like, it's, uh, you know, problem, reaction, solution. False flags are real. They're killing their own citizens. 
lots of other countries do it also. It's not just, you know, the United States or whatever. Like, and I and I realize this is such a sensitive issue. And I don't speak about it with, you know, fucking blasé. I understand. Like, I grieved for those people. I saw them jump out of the fucking building, man. It still is heart wrenching. Oh yeah. You know, it's still, you know, and they did it, man. Yeah. And they were all complicit. Bush, Cheney, Rumsfeld, all complicit. All knew what was happening, man. You know, even Giuliani, the mayor, knew something was going down, mate. Yeah. You know, the insider trainer that went on, mate, was just fucking disgraceful. Larry Silverstein going back to court, man, after he changed the lease to include terror attacks six weeks before them. Before them and he hadn't changed it for like 20-something years. The way he escaped like that morning. Oh, well, uh, I always have breakfast, but I had a doctor's appointment, you know, and my wife said, you really should go. So I went, bullshit, man. <laughs> oh, man, I can't even laugh about it. He's a fucking psychopath, mate. They all are. Oh, yeah. And they run this fucking shebang, mate. It's fucking nuts, man. Like, you know, but it's got to take all of us to realise we have to change. We've got to fucking stop watching Game of Thrones and all this shit until enough of us take this shit by the collar. Because yeah. we have to take it by the collar, mate. As you say, Chase, there are so many robots rocking around it. Do you know what, mate? They're fucking heroes just like us. But they need woken from their slumber, mate. Because yeah. they don't fucking watch alternative media. They don't go on the internet. They watch fucking all these shows that are brilliant. I know they're brilliant. Game of Thrones and Walking Dead and fucking the other one. They're all great, like. They're all great. <laughs> and fucking sport, mate. I fucking played it for a living. I love it, mate. But they're fucking literally stopping our mind. They're the retardation of the mind, man. I saw the, I saw this meme the other day. Sorry, uh, go on. No, I saw this meme the other day that was it, it had like the um, the the um, the Rome. Uh, what do you call it? The gladiatorial games of of ancient Rome. All the same, yeah. Yeah, and, and they and, and then they show like some I don't know like a football game or a soccer game or something, and on the bottom and it's like. I can't remember exactly how it went, but it was basically saying they used to distract us with sport, you know, back in the ancient times. And really, it's no different now. And I hate to say that because sport is such a beautiful thing. It is. It's a it's a part of I mean, I envision an, uh, an enlightened society. It definitely has sport in it. But the the way that, that it's the way that they use it now, like a lot of people's a lot of people's lives. Mine mine used to be this, by the way. I used to I used to go to work and my one joy in life was sports and that's what that and it was just and it was more of an escape than anything else as a as opposed to something that truly was uplifting my life it was more to escape my life well why is that escape what yeah. you know <laughs> and, and and it's that's they, it, they it's... use beautiful things though to to just keep shoving all this stuff at them sports and good movies and just as long as it's not movies that you know not too many of those matrix movies you know <laughs> just keep keep like you said keep giving them the game of thrones keep giving them sons of anarchy keep you know and, but, but, and that'll but, keep them distracted but why do you think that they give us the matrix movie and why do you think they give us you know close encounters of the third kind and why do they think they give us these types of films like it's like to hide it in plain sight you can't see the forest for the trees if they play it as sci-fi if they play it as make-believe and as complete fiction no one will ever think that that shit's real right you know there's massive disinformation and distraction going on outside of sports and these things that we talk about like there's a lot of money going into it like oh yeah oh yeah there's Definitely. a lot of job, there's a lot of full time jobs keeping this lie afloat like oh yeah 
Oh, the Lord's yeah. consciousness is making that shit crumble. <laughs> <laughs> block by block, though. I'm, I'm serious, though. Honestly, block by block, like, and it, block by block. You're right. I mean, we're small in numbers, but it's still, it's still, like you said, one block at a time. Our intention and our energy leaves our mind and our bodies, and it enters a source field that you cannot see, mm-hmm. and it's picked up by everyone else, man. Your thoughts matter, and they make a fucking difference. Believe me. Oh yeah. I feel it. Really I feel true, it. Really true, man. You can spend the day just thinking. And if you're thinking positive, pure thoughts, man, you're doing so much for everyone. You wouldn't believe it. Like, but it's just, true. Just a, just a smile. Just, yeah, oh, just a smile on a bus. You don't have to say a damn thing. Yeah. And, the, and the energy that comes out of that smile is you can tell people around you feel it. I feel it from other people. That's it. That's it. One, real, even even a smile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what is that? You know what I mean? It's what? Why would I be affected by a random stranger's smile? Well, it, it, to be honest, because at our core, we are all connected. You know, that's me it. and that stranger—that's not a stranger in reality. That's it. That's it. You know, and it's getting back to that real truth. Because otherwise, why would I care? Because if I wasn't connected to that random stranger in some way, I wouldn't probably get anything from it. You know what I mean? Probably not. But I, but so why does it? Why can a stranger's smile affect me so deeply sometimes? I mean, <laughs> you have to go, you have to go above and beyond just that surface level, you know. Oh, yeah. just it, it, I just think it sounds really cheesy, but it's because you resonate with what you are, and because the smile is love, mm-hmm. and you are love, Clint. We are yeah. all literally love. That is what we are at the core. Like we're not fucking flesh and blood. Mm-mm. We're not, you know, our jobs or or, or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Our essence is complete love. And that's all there really is. Everything else is illusion. It's like true. That, I, I have some friends that this material world is an illusion. Yeah, I have some friends that are so loving, but equally they're 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 toiled with with so much worry. And I try to say to them like it's you know what I what it, what is your worry. Oh, yeah, but, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I have to do this. And I just said to them, like, it, it, you've got to realize it's just the negative manifestations of your, your biased thoughts, like about, you know, some sort of circumstance or outcome that may or may not even be. And the next thing you know, you're thinking, oh, well, if he says this to me, then I'll fucking say this to him. And then you're having an argument with someone in your head that, that's not even there, like. Yeah. You know, and this happens to all of us, mate, every day, more or less, you know what I mean? I generalize, but you know what I mean? Oh yeah, like your mind is, you know. I stopped. I stopped doing that in my life, and I almost kind of, I don't want to say will it, but like, I go into things with such positive intentions that, how ironic that, it it, it comes back to me so positively. You know what I mean? You can almost manifest it yourself by just going, like you were saying, instead of. Bob's going to come back to me with this retort and, you know, how about just give Bob the benefit of the doubt and then go into it with that total positivity and, and go into it with that total love. Exactly. And maybe Bob will still come back with something, but uh, chances are when you come into it with those good intentions, um, it, it, you'll, come, you'll get something in return. I used to maybe. do this all the time in my past relationship, like in my marriage, I would... I already I set her up for failure all the time because I was just expecting her to act a certain way, and every every one of my interactions was the, with the expectation that she would act X Y or Z, and 
It was un- it was completely unfair. No wonder it showed up X, Y, and Z for years and years and years. Mm. You know, and and, <laughs> and that's my fault. I, that's my accountability in it. You know, and like if you if you go in negatively, you'll get negative negative back. Like you know, if oh, you go yeah. in, if you go in with Bob and don't smile at him, like mm-hmm. he'll pull out he'll pull out that knuckle duster and hit you square in the jaw, man. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Metaphorically. <laughs> hey, so you you were talking about your Christian past, um, yeah. and Chase and I too come from Christian pasts, as we've mentioned in previous podcast episodes. But um, w- how do you view Jesus now? Um, well, firstly, I would like to say, or have to say, that I don't regret it one bit. You yeah, know, I've me learned, neither. Me I've neither. learned, of course, of course, you don't, because you've got enough knowledge at this stage in the game to know that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sculpted who you are. You wouldn't be having this podcast with me right now had it not been for Mormonism. So everything's connected, and it all happens for a reason. How do I feel about Jesus now? <sighs> Wonderful, still, absolutely love everything that he stood for. Yeah, um, I consider him as some sort of pure soul. Whether or not he performed those those miracles, I don't think he performed them. Per se, like I don't think he was able to turn the the loaves and the fish and all that sort of stuff, but mm-hmm. that was probably just um, man-made lies that came after. Like, and I do think that it was used as right. a tool for control, obviously. But ultimately, I still think Jesus it does a lot for the world. He does so much for the world, you know. In that sense, a lot of people um, devote their lives, rightly or wrongly. I'm sure he gets a lot of people off, you know. <laughs> A wrong path, if you like, the faith of the conviction in Jesus, per se. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel the same way, actually. I, I I have a, I have a deep respect for the story of Jesus. Yeah. You know, and in terms of the way his the example that he showed, you know, in in the Bible. To me, yeah. in a way, as a, a way, in a way, I want to form my life around that. You know, like unconditional yeah. love. Like, you know, don't judge. You know, let he let he with no sin cast the first stone. You know what yeah. I mean? What a beautiful, what a beautiful thing to say, right? Oh, there's a lot of beauty in the book, no doubt. I mean, one of my favorite stories at all the Bible is when he when he washed the feet of the disciples. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the Last Supper, man, the Master oh, washing the feet of the servant. You. How beautiful is that, dude? Class, man. No, that's what that was one of the um, bits that cooked me in. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really awesome. It, but it makes it makes it does always make me wonder. You know, look how look just look how mm, perverted in a sense his words, or what whoever he was or whatever he was. Maybe he wasn't even a real guy. Maybe he's just some myth, mythical you know story, which yeah. there's there is some evidence to point towards that. But either way, you can. It's obviously been so misconstrued. I mean, when you look at how Christianity is practiced on the earth today, mm-hmm. man, there is his message in there. But fuck, it's so it's so it's so um, diluted by bullshit, e- bullshit <laughs> ego, and right. um, control. And yeah. uh, it's 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 really a shame. It's, really. A, it's a business now. Business. Yeah, that's it. You hit the nail on the head there, Chase. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's too bad. It's too bad because he bad. did have a lot of good to say, and he and honestly, the story of of Christ has had a deep impact on my life. I will say, 
all of us. I, I more than guarantee you, all of us has had a huge impact on it. It's just like you said. It's it's hard to sometimes fathom the ideal, the ideas that they could take such a positive thing and turn it into such a shitstorm. Now, I just remember being like five in it's school, true. and them going, "Yeah, he gave his son to be killed," and me being like, "He did what now?" And they're like, "Yeah, he gave his son to be killed." He knew, so I was like, "Okay." So he knew his son was going to get killed, and he gave him away to be killed. They were like, yep, yeah, but he lived on after. Oh, wait, like, but he is the father, yeah, and the father I, is him. I, I didn't even get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, so, okay, so, right, he gives his son away to be killed. All right, okay. Yeah. But he lives on after. <laughs> right, okay. All right, so which one do you pray to? Well, you can pray to either one because they're the same. Okay. <laughs> and then you start asking and it's just like no 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 no, 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 no don't no. question yeah. just believe yeah, that's it. Just, just trust like, me on they this don't one. realize how much they're just indoctrinating the young minds with just religious dogma it's just balls man sad like but yeah it's like yeah. this is all based on faith by the way just have faith it's like no fuck yeah. you I need something a little more concrete than faith right now oh yeah, yeah. I remember I remember just just intensely this this um, the like the propaganda of don't question, you yeah. know what I mean? Just just have faith, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you were to look outside of of the confines of what the church defines, then then the adversary, Lucifer, the devil, has has a hold of you. And mm-hmm. wow, what a what a what a great just, propaganda that is. <laughs> you know just, what I mean? I know, it's just entrapment one oh one right there. Like, you know, <laughs> entrapment one oh one. That's it perfect. Is, like, I mean you can cut you can convict you in thought crime like Thought Don't crime. About, yeah, like oh yeah, you can't masturbate. You can't even think about the uh, oh, girls God. that way. That's you know, he'll judge you for that. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So you're you're in what you're doing is you're building in self worry into the psyche. And even when you step away from that faith, whatever it might be, whatever denomination that's still ingrained in there, you know. Whether you like it or not, it might take several years to unlearn that or to, to get away from that, and I've finally done it, and it's the most liberating thing ever. It doesn't mean that I don't love the person that Jesus Christ was at all. I just don't feel the need now that I know who I am and what I, what I am capable of. I don't feel the need to get on my knees every day and sit in the pews all the time and sing songs that I don't like the words to. You know, you know what's funny, Mike? Is I feel, yeah. I feel more Christ-like now oh, than I've ever felt in my entire life. Incomparable, Clint. Yeah, isn't it yeah. crazy? And what Not was really? that? It wasn't. It was isn't. Well, it's crazy. To, it's crazy compared to what my mind of in the past would. You know, yeah. yeah when yeah. I compare it to that, like the Clint of you know the twenty-seven-year-old Clint or the twenty-three-year-old Clint or the hell the 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 twenty-one-year-old Clint who was in France to you know trying to talk to French people <laughs> to join my church, right? <laughs> Um, it's, it's crazy. And, and it's crazy to think that me just discovering myself, I went to the religion of me, you know, that was my faith. Like, what is my religion in a way? It's me. What's, where's where divinity? It's me. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and in so doing now, I get it now. Like I get who the real true essence of what Christ was now, you know, and I, and, and I can see it in myself more than ever. And of course, I still have, I don't mean that in some, you know, I don't mean that in some <laughs> arrogant way. I just mean it more. I've, I've never been able to access unconditional love in a, in a greater 
uh, capacity than I can now. And it's because of the focus on myself as opposed to a God in the sky or a prophet guy or a book mm-hmm. or a, a preacher man or, you know what I mean? Or some do- a religion or a culture. Can I, can I ask you, both of you, on that now, Do you feel that any of it is outside of your control? And what I mean by that is, do you feel that what is happening between the people who resonate with this and the people who feel this awakening, if you like, do you feel that there is in some sense an inevitability behind it and that you're not even at the helm and it's just happening through you? Because I kind of feel like that, you know, like it's something from the cosmos, like we've entered a new energy zone or a new field and it's like the minds predicted it, this 12,000-year shift where we're oh, suddenly, yeah. in a new, suddenly in a new part of the universe and it's like a, 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 a field where, it's like when we were talking about earlier when you go to San Diego and it's like, fuck, I was in this amazing energy zone. It felt different. Mm-hmm. That's where the earth is now. It's now moved into this new part of the earth, uh, uh, cosmos where it's never been before and we're getting truth vibrations, shared with truth vibrations. And I've read all these articles and they're all saying similar things. And it's really, really interesting because some of them are actually channeling and they're saying, they're saying all these things. And I kind of feel like that. Sometimes, do you guys ever feel like that? That was a long question, sorry. No, no. Go ahead, Chase. Um, I'd have to agree with about 100% of what you just said. <laughs> oh, nice one, though. Nice one. <laughs> Phew. Mean, no, you, you, hit, you hit the head, the nail on the head right there, man. Seriously, I feel like that a lot, actually. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm walking into my future. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. and really, I feel like a witness to it. I honestly, I, I feel like a witness to my own life. And it's, and I, like, I do have control, or at least maybe that's the illusion, I don't know. But it kind of goes back to that idea of, of, that you were talking about before, that, man, things happen for a reason. And I start seeing that now in my life. I, by the way, I used to never think that. When I left Mormonism, I thought, fuck that. Doesn't, things don't happen for reasons. They're just, it's all mathematical randomness to it. Or you a know? divine plan, yeah. But I, I, I feel like I'm walking into my future. In a way, my future's already written. I'm walking into it. I'm sorry. I people. I know a lot of people would disagree with that. But I, it's some. It's like a. It's like a third eye sense that, that that I feel. I don't. In a way, it's. I don't have some sort of evidence to it other than, you know, when I go on psychedelic journeys, I feel this intense intensity yeah. of what you're talking about. It's. Yeah. Uh, I'm just watching my movie, man. It's cool. It's awesome, yeah. dude. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's it's so interesting when you say that though, because when when you talk about those compounds, like those natural psilocybin compounds or whatever mm-hmm. it is, that's a minefield in itself. But I mean, I would completely concur with that sentiment because what happens for me anyway, I can you can obviously only really speak personally because it is different for everyone when they take. Even if you take the same amount of shit as someone else, it's going to be slightly different for them. Oh, yeah. but, uh, but for me, man, it just represents a fragment of nature of what we are. So we're ingesting ourselves in, 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 in a very true sense. Like, But it's unlike anything else. It's unlike anything else you can take, you know, um, because it's a complete consciousness opener-upper, if you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Consciousness is, is limited in between point A and point B, and it opens it up from like minus a to 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 to, to z you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that can only be beneficial i think the problem comes when 
we let our programmed ego mind say, oh, fuck, I'm not supposed to be saying things like this. I'm not in control of this. How come time's slowed down so much? Time's meant to go at the normal speed. I don't really like this. I can't really control this. Therefore, uh, this is a bad experience. I'm not going to do this again. But if you actually know that those ego constructs and those thoughts are redundant, defunct, if you like, then that's when the real learning can begin because you can go so deep introspectively inside your mind on these substances. Again, I don't know if... I'm sure everyone can. I know I can. Again, just speaking personally, but you can go so deep inside your own mind mm-hmm. and pick apart like nuances in your behaviour, recent recent patterns, mood swings, stuff you've said, stuff you've not said, inactivity, trends, man. Loads of trends in my behaviour just pop and have crystal clarity about how I've been feeling or what I've not been doing or whatever. Oh, and yeah. it's just... Uh, it's the intention behind it as well. Like I always like a uh, say a little uh, state my intentions before I consume any psychedelic, and I've got the utmost respect for them. Always will have, you know. Oh, yeah. and never take them, never take them willy nilly, as we say here. Like yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, ceremony. That's it, man. Intentions are everything. Yep, um, I, I couldn't agree more, man. I hope someday, I, I, <laughs> I hope someday you and me can, in chase and you know, some some of. Uh, our, our closest friends can go into ceremony together, my friend. Well, next June, mate. Well, we're yes, gonna, yeah, yeah, we're going to make it I mean, I'm not even joking you. Like, I'm going to, uh, obviously, I'll be in Peru this uh, for the Lord's Gathering this year, like, but um, I'll, uh, hopefully we'll do, we'll do a, a round two next year. If, if you don't get sued and all, like, it'll be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, quit putting that in people's minds, all right? Yeah, you <laughs> scared me on that one. <laughs> it's not like a big rock cliff someone could jump off, is there? Oh, shit. We're going <laughs> to... Thanks, Kirk. Now I'm going to get waivers and make everybody sign yeah, a waiver. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of, there is. <laughs> oh, shoot. That's awesome, uh, yeah, man. It, 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 I, when we, we will, man. We will. We will. Oh, it's no gonna doubt. Oh, yeah, I've got no doubt. I've got no doubt at all. By the, by the way, we're going to, we don't have enough time to go in now, but next time we uh, have you on, Mike, because we're going to have you on again because you're fucking awesome. Uh, um, thanks very much. We're going to go into our psychedelic <laughs> trips. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting uh, field, like, obviously. Oh, yeah. Love to, Love to do that. Yeah, and I know you're a, you are a well-traveled psychonaut, my friend. And there's, you know, McKenna talked a lot about that. Is that we all got to go in and then come out and tell the stories. You know, we need to bring back what we what what did you discover? You know, in a way, every time you enter that world, you you are you are you know you're a Magellan of the mind, right? Mm-hmm. I swear, you gain something every time. It's like whenever you sit down for fucking an hour or two hours and you eat shit and just mong out and watch your whatever TV show it is mm-hmm. you're giving your power away man it's like he says you're disempowering yourself you're giving it away to these people and when you go inside yourself and when you learn to meditate or take up exercise and and, and go on psychedelic adventures with the right intentions and with no ego at the helm you can gain serious insight and come out with your own individuality and amazing creative expressions. And as he, as he says, create your own culture. Like instead oh, yeah. of just being absorbed in the nonsense. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I must sound really, really negative. This whole podcast. No, 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 no. There's a righteous anger. There's. I think that so many of us look at anger as just purely, you know, negative. 
but there's a there's a there's a place for anger and there's a it's a righteous anger and there and we need more of it we need more of it in this world in fact that's why we let the, them just lead the lambs to slaughter you know it's like that's why there's three guards leading a hundred people into the gas chamber and you're like hmm three guys against a hundred and they all voluntarily just walk right in you know and that's that's what that's what's happening right now in the world and then there's guys like you who are, who are saying no fuck this what are we doing we don't need to do this you know and it's okay you're not whatever you believe trust me i used to be a fucking republican man a diehard you know conservative republican you know and and some of the some of the beliefs that i had in my life are make, gross me out really gross me out and yet it always helps me be compassionate towards those who are in that right now. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay. It's not about being right or wrong. You know, like me telling you this doesn't forget you being wrong. It's okay, dude. You were just bamboozled. Everyone is. We're all bamboozled, you know, forgive and forget. But here it is. Here's the story, man. You know, and that's what you're telling. That's what that's, a, that's that. That's why that passion that you have, that, that righteous anger you have, man, it's, that kind of shit wakes people up. I'm really, really lucky that my mom and dad were both wonderful, and my granny was wonderful, and they were all very intuitive, and they could um, they could kind of just connect with people and understand people really deeply, really quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I've got that same ability, thank fucking the universe. And mm-hmm. I have um, loads of people that come around. I'm at university uh, at the minute doing primary school teaching degree, and uh, I have so many close wee friends that are all 22, 23, man. And I come around and I feel like I just try to give them what I think. Oh, it sounds so fucking arrogant. I try to give them what I think they need in terms of, like, trying to wake them up. And some of them are more receptive to other things. And, like, at the start, like, a few years back before I came, I would just literally throw someone a loaf of bread. When you have to give these guys breadcrumbs, you can't you can't just slap them with all this information yeah, and hope that they can digest it. It's never going to happen. You know, you have to... Give them your consciousness. Also, will only give you what you're ready to accept. Yeah, you know, and that that's so true with with psychedelics. You know, oh yeah. You know, if you give someone a massive bowl of DMT, and they've been meditating daily for years, they're just gonna, you know, they're gonna have such a little problem with it. Comparatively speaking, with someone who's never done anything yeah. meditation, never taken psychedelics, you know, it's gonna be a treacherous ordeal for them. I would imagine. But um, oh yeah, imagine giving the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. A hit of DMT. <laughs> it would go bad. Well, I heard Japanese businessmen are smoking it, so you never know. Really? But, you know, uh, but they're crazy. They're probably just doing small doses for kicks. I don't know. I don't know how you could get a recreational buzz out of that, personally. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but, We're getting some feedback on this. I yeah, we should talk about pumpkins. that the next time, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Mike? Well, we should... We should probably wrap it up because it's nice and neat on the one and a half hour mark, and it's also three in the morning. <laughs> oh shoot! That's this time zone thing is quite a problem. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Hey man, we appreciated you having on, man. Seriously, you're awesome. Oh yeah, so, man, Mike, brother, really? dude. Seriously, man, you're one of the coolest guys I know, and um, I, I'm just feel honored to 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 be brothers with you, man. And, you know, you, you and I have both talked a lot about the fact that it's no coincidence that we've met. No coincidence, man. I don't believe in coincidences anymore. It's like the people that show up in your life, especially the ones that have a real impact, they're soulmates, man. Even the ones, even the ones that bring you great resistance, man. 
you know, it's easy to look at Mike Kirkwood and go, yeah, man, that's my soulmate brother right there. But how about the guy that really, you know, maybe it's your boss that just fucking sticks it to you hardcore or somebody that guy's, believe it or not, that guy's here to serve you too. That's you a know. beautiful point, man. It's true, man. So right. Right. you're one of the great, you're you're one of the more enjoyable soulmates, man. But I, I, I really <laughs> believe, I really believe in that, man. And I'm I'm so grateful that this is the beginning of some beautiful stuff, man. Right back at you, mate. That's what I felt from the get go. I just uh, didn't want to freak you out and say it straight away. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you have that. You have that intuition, man. It's awesome. Oh, mate. Yeah, like there's there's other stuff that I haven't even said yet, man. That I that I feel that, that I feel that you just. I'll be honest. I just feel that you wouldn't believe it. Really? Well, I we might have God. to have this combo off air, dude. Bring <laughs> it. Unless you, for, unless you like, unless you're saying something like you know you you're gonna marry my wife with me or something like that, then <laughs> no, 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 I'm not no, ready no. for that. But nah, nah, <laughs> nah, just little things like just 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 three things, you know. But um, well, thanks, yeah, I've, man. Anyway, I, I've really enjoyed this. Like, hopefully, um, oh, well, we're gonna, will, you're gonna be a regular brother. Oh, nice one. Thank you very much. I'd love to come back on again, definitely. Awesome, man. Chase, sign out, brah. <laughs> Nah, man. Chase Gonzo Gonzalez. I didn't say much in this episode, but it was just because you guys, you guys nailed it, man. It was really enjoyable listening to what you both have to share. And Michael, again, man, you're a legend, dude. A legend. Can't wait to <laughs> hear more. You, thanks so much, boys. Um, yeah, uh, you should uh, keep this up for sure. And um, I'd love to do it again, Chase. It was really nice to meet you properly or get to connect with you with us, like. Yeah. And uh, Clint, same man. Absolutely, brother. All right, man. Be good. You too, guys. Peace and love. Peace and love. (laughs) See you guys. Signing off. Later.